Welcome to the Hair Notes Podcast. I am your host, Maxine Green, owner and master stylist of Curly Dimension Salon. This podcast was created intentionally to assist you on your natural hair journey. Each week we will cover we will cover topics on products, topics that you have questions about, that you need clarity about. So if you're looking for a space and a place to get some clarification on what's the next step in your natural hair journey, this is the place for you. Every week, a new episode will drop. So grab a notepad and a pen and let's dive into today's episode. All right, you guys, on today's episode, I wanted to introduce myself formally and informally. So I thought it was fitting to introduce who I am or just who Maxine Green is. Maxine, I am. I am a wife, I'm a mom, I am a business owner, I am a sister, I am a friend, but my most important job, y'all, is mom. That's my most important job. But I want to talk to you today about how I got started in the hair industry. So as some of you know, or if this is your first time catching an episode of the Hair Notes podcast, you're in for a treat. I started my career as a hairstylist whew, almost 14 years ago, y'all. I can't even believe that it's 14 years ago. But I, when I started my career, I had no idea that I was going to be a hairdresser. For so many years, I started as a kitchen hairdresser. So I don't know if you all know that a kitchen hairdresser typically is somebody who is not licensed, but we do hair. Right. And so how many of you can relate to your family members or friends who don't have a license, but they know how to slay some hair? That was me. So I was working in corporate America for a number of years and I decided to, as a matter of fact, I didn't decide. I was fired. <laughs> I was fired, y'all, from the last job that I had. And when I got fired... I was fired Friday and the Monday I went and registered for beauty school. So allow me to backtrack a little bit. So the firing of from this particular job, I remember being unhappy. I remember not being very passionate. I remember not wanting to be there. So I ended up taking so many days off. I started taking time off because I wasn't interested, right? I there was a lack of interest there, right? There was no interest there. Um, and so I remember taking a day off and coming back to work the Friday and being let go. I remember being called into the, um, the manager's office or the HR director's office at the time. And we had a conversation and he was like, well, you know, we're letting you go because of this reason and that reasons. So I was like, it's okay. But y'all, I was fired with a severance pay. So would I consider that fired? I'm not sure, right? It wasn't until later on in my career as I thought about it and I recall that entire situation that I was like, really? I got fired with a severance pay. So I've never heard of anyone being fired with a severance pay. Okay. Anyways, fast track. I was very fortunate, very grateful for the severance. So fast track, the very following Monday, 
I decided to enroll in beauty school. After years of being a kitchen hairdresser, the calling was so hard or the calling was so, so powerful of being a hairdresser. I knew I wanted to go back to school. I felt compelled to go back to school. I didn't know what I wanted to do in terms of going back to school. I thought I wanted to be a lawyer. I thought I wanted to be a, um, I just thought I wanted to do everything. But for me, the most thing that stood out to me, I thought I wanted to be a lawyer because that's, I love talking. I love helping people. So I thought that this was going to be my thing. So I enrolled in beauty school the Monday morning and the rest is history. But how I got started, I love what I do. And so oftentimes when I'm asked, how did you start your career and how did you get to this place? I thought it was very important for you guys to know who I am and how did I get here to this place? I believe that everything is designed with intentions, with God's intentions. I, desi- I, I believe that God is very intentional in his steps, right? In ordering your steps. I'm a firm believer in when you align yourself or when you put all your faith and your trust in who, whomever you call, you believe as a higher power. For me, it's my almighty father. I just know when I trust. There was such an overwhelming feeling to or overwhelming desire, I would say, to become a hairdresser. Years later, I found out that my mom was a hairdresser. In having, after having a conversation with my mom, I did not know my mom went to beauty college. At the time, it was called beauty college because in her, in her um, day and age or in her time, there was no such thing as beauty school. It was either a college or a vocational school. But in any case, that's a story for another day. I just... Going to beauty school has changed and opened so many doors for me. The, I went full time to beauty school. I took, I didn't, I didn't, I don't believe in delaying a process. I believe in when God says move, did you move, right? When God says this is now is the time, you have to listen to that still, that still voice within you. And when God says move, you move. And so for me, my faith at that time wasn't as strong as it is now. So hearing the word of God and hearing the voice of God, for me, at least looking back on it, that's what I attribute it to, right? So starting my journey in the hairdresser, in the beauty industry, I knew I wanted to be in the, in the beauty industry because I loved everything and all things beauty. And so getting the opportunity to go to school full time, at the time, I was a single parent of two children. And so I decided to make a sacrifice and start my journey as a hairstylist. So I enrolled in beauty school. I got into beauty school and I just kind of hit the ground running. I threw myself into school. So at the time, I went full time. I had no other job. I, well, correction, I think I was a like an assistant Part-time, after about three months into beauty school, I started working as an assistant. Because, of, of course, as a mom, you have responsibilities. And you have bills that you need to pay and so forth. So while I needed something to support myself, I 
just took us something part-time. But in the meantime, I was fully engrossed, fully engulfed in beauty school and loved every minute of it. So my journey, my story with beauty school, I knew that when, when I was there, that I was there for a purpose and a reason. So anything else outside of that purpose or that reason did not matter. My main focus was to get through beauty school. There were things that it's almost going from corporate to completely being a creative because corporate is more, you are using, um, you're more technical, you're more, you're using more mental, right? When you transition from being a professional in corporate, in the corporate environment to being a creative, right? Now you get to tap into all this creativity, this creativity that you didn't even know was lying dormant, right? And so I find myself lost in here, lost in just the styling, how you create, how you cut, how you color, how you can go from one color to the other. And it, it was so fascinating to me that I was like, I need more. I yearned for so much more. So as you go through beauty school, for me, the stages of the different levels of the classes each level showed me a different side to who I was or who I was becoming or who I wanted to become in every class or every session or every level. There was one student that I found in the level in that particular level or that particular classroom, whether it was beginning intermediate or when you're on the final leg leg of the journey of being a hairdresser, I found one student who stood out in the class and I just watch them. I watch how they worked. I watch how they were doing it. I watch their entire um, methodology on how they were approaching hairdressing. Then I also tapped into my educators. I tapped into all the teachers that was at this one particular beauty school that I attended. And I would sit for hours. I would talk to them. Okay, so what did you do? How did you do this? How do I get from point A to point B? If I wanted to execute a particular haircut, where do I need to stand? How do I need to hold my hands? And so questions that, that I needed answers to or questions that I didn't know I needed answers to were being answered. Because for me, I know that this journey was just the beginning. And this was my way of creating a room and space to be able to create a life for myself and for my children, right? Because I wanted to do beauty school for me or entering beauty school for me meant freedom, meant um, this is something new, but it also meant, it also meant that I was tapping into a childhood dream. So for years, I wanted to own a beauty salon. For years, ever since I could remember as a little girl, I wanted to own a beauty salon. Um, I was dating a gentleman at the time when I was very young, and he was great at doing blueprints. And he was like, you know, I expressed to him that I was going to, I wanted to own a beauty salon. And he was like, oh, I'm going to draw your blueprint out for you. And so that sparked something. But y'all, looking back, over that timeline of my life or that time frame of my life. And when I sit down now and think about it, I know that it was only God, right? I know that it was only God that was 
put in things and put in people in place that will help me get to this place or this next level because he had already ordained my steps. The choice and the ability or the option to start my journey as a hairdresser was by far one of the best decisions I've ever made. By far. There were some sacrifices that were made. There were tons of people, tons of connections that was made along the way. The journey to be in the stylist and the owner and the mom and the wife and the business owner that I am today was all as a result of all those experiences, whether good or bad, that made me who I am. The decision to become a hairdresser was one that was very, very easy. It came so easy. It was almost too scary. It was almost very scary. But the decision to become a hairdresser was not only scary, but it was also exciting at the same time. And I hope that makes sense. I wanted to become a hairdresser to change lives. I wanted to become a hairdresser because my own personal struggles with my hair at the time, I was relaxed. I had a relaxer. And I remember being in the salon. I remember feeling um, very next very, it was kind of like robotic. Next, next. I, there was no sense of, um, okay, how can we help you? There was no sense of customer service. There was no sense of welcome in. There was no welcome red carpet. Not that you need that, but there was still no connection from stylist to clients. It was very robotic. So as a client or as a guest in a salon, I was very, um, I was very, I was almost very like looking at the stylist, like, wow, I love what you do. I love where you are. I love this space. Not thinking to myself that this is where I will be one day, but I was still loving the environment. Did I like the, um, the customer service? Not really. Did I like the way I was treated? Not really. Not that I was treated bad. I just wasn't treated to the level that we are treating our customers today. So I decided I wanted to change the narrative. So I became a hairdresser to change the narrative and the dynamics with that or the stigma that's associated with beauty salons. For me, it was about giving my clients and making my clients feel beautiful because that's what I wanted to feel. That's how I wanted to feel. So everything leading up to me being a salon owner and me being a stylist was about the clients or what it simply was about me. How would I feel? And so if I am comfortable, if I feel amazing and if I feel welcomed, then you will feel welcome. So my experience as a client in the salon was something that I wanted to convey and translate to the guests, to the new guests, to the old guests. How I would feel is how I would want the customers to feel. Very welcoming, very inviting, be very beautiful, start to finish. So being a hairdresser for me means I get to make a difference. I get to change lives. I get to meet amazing women. 
and some men, I get to touch lives that ordinarily I wouldn't cross paths with. The idea of when you pick out a specialist, such as a, um, a orthopedic or any specialist within the medical field, right? You go to that specialist because of a particular reason or a particular need. That need for to seek that specialist was the same need or is the same need that I wanted for myself. My goal and bottom line, ultimate goal was for clients to seek me as a specialist. I wanted to serve the clients, serve the guests in a way that I would want to be served. And so beauty school, once graduated, upon graduating beauty school, y'all, I decided to take additional courses, of course. And if you know me personally and you know my story and you've heard this story before or you've sat in the, the salon and uh, you had the experience or you had the opportunity to hear me share this story, y'all, I took so many classes and still take classes to this day. So I believe in always improving on your craft. I believe in always expanding your knowledge. I believe in always making sure that you bring your best to the table. You bring your best to your customers. You bring your best to the clients in whatever um, space, in whatever career you decide to choose. Just simply for me, I decided to be a hairdresser. One, because I wanted freedom to be with my family chill because I wanted to create a space where women will feel beautiful and feel confident in what they're wearing and how they're wearing their hair. And three, because I wanted to change the narrative of the salon's environment. Typically in African-American salon environment, the beauty salons or the beauty shops are very, there's a very um, derogatory um, theme or note or a very derogatory cloud that kind of follows the beauty salon. People, I constantly hear, you spend too much time in the salon. You know, they're hours. Stylists don't um, take into consideration your time and your life. And so they only um, think about themselves and they don't think about their customers. And it's the next one. It's like, okay, can we pack in as many clients as we can to be able to meet this particular quota. And for me, it was never about money. Being a hairdresser was never about the financial aspect of it. The financial piece is, a, is an amazing thing, but it was never the end all be all. It was never the deciding factor that made me become a hairdresser. I became a hairdresser not by choice. I believe that the role of a hairdresser or the path of a hairdresser was chosen for me. Had I had it a different way, I would probably become a lawyer. Would I become a good lawyer? I don't know. But I'm sure I wouldn't be a great lawyer because it just wasn't in the cards for me. It wasn't, that's not the plans that God has for me, right? So his plan and his purpose was for me to be exactly where I'm at, where I am today, exactly in this season. 
And so I thought it was fitting to share this journey, to share this story. There's so many layers to who Maxine is. And sharing this is just a part of that, right? Because so I get so often like, how did you get started and why? I got started because I love doing hair. I love everything about hair. And while I was a kitchen hairdresser, the choice and the decision to go back to school to become a professional hairstylist, that was like a no-brainer, right? It was a complete no-brainer. I moved and I saw myself excelling. I saw myself just creating different styles. And I loved every minute of it. I trained with so many amazing industry stylists. I've learned and I've taken so many classes from some of the greats in this industry. And there's still so many more that I would love to tap into. But for me, that journey was amazing and I would never change it. Being a hairdresser is is a task and a responsibility that I take very seriously. Being a hairstylist gives me freedom. It gives me joy. And it gives me complete autonomy to be able to create some beautiful work to create and execute amazing hairstyles on some amazing women. I want to talk about the women I meet, the everyday women I meet in the salon. There are some amazing clients that I have crossed paths with over the years. Some of whom we are still friends to this day. Now, if you know my story, then you know that I started in New York and then I moved to Atlanta. So this is going to be a packed, (laughs) packed episode. So I just want you guys to just, this was just an introduction. All right, you guys, I know this was a lot. I was a little bit all over. This was a lot. Stay tuned for part. This might be a part three of this episode. This this is going to be a part three because I want you guys to know who exactly who Maxine is and why Maxine does what she does. Right. And so on episode two, on part two of this series, who is Maxine? We will dive deep into how I got started and How did I open a salon and what was that journey like? So until the next one, y'all, I hope this resonates with someone to follow your dreams until the next time. See you on the next one. Have a blessed week, y'all.